Welcome to another episode of the Straight Fire Podcast. Um, with your co-hosts, Niles and Monique. How's things going this evening, Monique? Hey, things are going good. How are things for you? They're good. Can't complain. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, it was a snafu with work today. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, working from home is it's got its benefits, but then when stuff doesn't work and you have to go to the office, yeah. So. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> all about that that work from home, those challenges. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, how before we get into the episode, how's things been since the last episode? How you been? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. We made it through the heat wave. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Made it through, and I feel so much better. Let me tell you, I was like, I'm never going to be cool again. It's going to be hot forever. (laughs) (laughs) I was so dramatic. It was like a week of (laughs) some heat that I'm not used to. Um, (laughs) But since, you know, this weekend, everything's been going good. You know, halfway through, almost to the weekend. How about you, man? Yeah, can't complain. Uh, football has started back up. Uh, my team oh. lost in the dumbest way possible uh, on Monday Night Football, so that was infuriating. But good to have football back, and, and now everything is kind of all merging into one another with football, basketball coming up, baseball still going on. So me as a sports fan, I'm <laughs> loving it. And then we got this um we got Game of Thrones going. We got a, a bunch of uh, new shows that have come out like the new season of Cobra Kai just came out. So it's like I gotta find time to be able to watch that. 
So it's very, very exciting and just trying to make sure giving up the time properly to to do uh, to see and do everything that I'd like to do at this time. Mm-hmm. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. How we like so, it. Tell me about it. All right. So let's dive right into this episode. Now Ooh. on a scale of the one to ten, I, I when I was watching it and I'll just get this out of the way now. In terms of action, you're not this isn't gonna so if anybody's looking for is looking for action set pieces or anything in this particular episode, you're not gonna find it. This was all about like the salaciousness and just like the scheming stuff that Game of Thrones is known for. So that was on the table in this past episode. Mm-hmm. I was tempted to uh, to go on the nine range but it just a little bit of it uh, held back and I'm, I know people are probably sick of like you've given every episode of eight like <laughs> yeah but this one I'll say it's a high eight it's like teetering on nine I really did enjoy this episode and no people get your minds out of the gutter it wasn't for what people may think it was it it had the the comedy at the beginning where with the uh, dudes all trying to uh, show that they're worthy of um (laughs) being a a suitable mate and just how she was shooting down everybody and there's a poor little dude who didn't even get to speak his uh, claim, really, and the guy that was making fun of him and getting <laughs> uh, killed off because of it. I, I thought that was awesome. So for me, high eight, not quite a nine, but that's where I sat with it. What do you think? Yeah, that was a good opening. Um, you know what? I did go ahead and I gave it, I straight up gave it a nine. I okay. did. Um, I thought... I, I don't know. I just felt like there was more it was given in this episode as far as the story. Um, yeah. You know, we see a little bit more of the queen, uh, a, a, a little bit more of uh, Rhaenyra and, you know, just a, a, a lot of different things that I, I had to give a little bit more. Yes, it was lacking like the action and what people may want to see, but um, this other stuff is, uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> It's what I come to expect. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the other stuff, well, yeah, there was a lot of other stuff in this. Let's just say that. If, if you haven't really ever seen Game of Thrones but only heard of it in passing in terms of like what type of content it is, that was some of the content that was part of this. I'll just leave it at that. So, so there was a lot. A lot there was some hooking up, as we should say, and we'll get into it in a second here. Now, the the big thing that I want to, to kind of jump into, and I, I can't say that he's off the board completely, but the fact that the hand has been dealt with already and within uh, four episodes, that kind of caught me by surprise. I thought he would have probably talked his way into the king's good graces a little bit longer, and been like, and the king would have been like, "All right, maybe I I, I do need to reexamine this." This is the first time I gotta say, the uh, uh, series actually had a little bit of spine. I was like, "No, uh, you are you out here scheming, basically, and I'm not gonna stand for this." And was like, "You're out." 
Now, mm-hmm. what the the hand ends up doing because of this is another thing altogether. But I will say that that I was caught by surprise that he did that. And what's your take on it? Yeah, it's like he finally opened his eyes. He finally saw what was going on. And that's that, you know, this person who I'm sure is not just on his hand, but his friend as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's scheming and he's really trying to get his foot in the door to something a little bit bigger. And he finally like saw that. It took a while. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I, I maybe it took his his daughter's name being dragged through the mud for him to see that. Yeah, I think that I think what's going to become of that is is kind of interesting. Just in that, excuse me, if anything does come to light with what um, her uh, what Damon and Renera were doing. That I, I I let's just say get your popcorn ready. I'll be sitting back like, ooh, this is about to get real. <laughs> because I don't know what game she's playing right now, but I'm it's like, is she trying to test the limits of what she can do and what she can get away with at this point? It, it's really fascinating to see. Mm-hmm. I I I read something about that scene and what happened and what actually didn't happen and we talk about that too whenever you're whenever you're ready to dive into that scene um it could be a little touchy for some (laughs) who aren't familiar with this type of this show and what they do (laughs) okay well gloves off let's set the stage Damon and Renera are uh, well. Let's first. Uh, Damon comes back to the to the castle and bends the knee for the king. They seem to be on good terms, and everything is jovial and everybody's having a good time. Later that evening, uh, Damon and Renera they end up going out and about in the town. Although uh, you wouldn't like, she's dressed where you can't really tell it's her. Like if you look at her, you can tell it's her clearly. But she's uh, supposed to be made up to where it's like she's hiding, uh, like among uh, just common folk. And they end up going to a brothel, and let's just say some stuff is shown at the brothel, and some stuff happens at the brothel. And <laughs> I'll let some you stuff pick. and some things. <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you pick up from there. Yeah, so clear <laughs> <clears throat> my throat. Get ready for this one. <laughs> well, <clears throat> my my thought on this is Damon took her to the pillow house um, so that she can be seen in perhaps a compromising position. Um, hmm. It turns out she liked it. (laughs) She was down for it. And he was surprised by that. And those turn of events, um, because of that, he, he couldn't do what he would have liked to do as a man. And therefore he got frustrated and left her. (laughs) That's actually what happened in that scene. Um, I learned today. (laughs) So what we think they did, they didn't do. Yeah. Almost did. Looked like they did. 
still super but, scandalous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your niece. Uh, there, dude. It's like all the crazy stuff you've already done so far. Yeah, but it, and you hate to say that it's acceptable, but as you've mentioned to me before, that's the Targaryen way. But I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that, that's just uh, no. Yeah, that, that, uh, exactly. That's the, <laughs> that's yeah, a negative. He he seemingly wanted to to get he wanted to get seen with her. He yeah. wanted someone to see something and take that information back to the king. You know, like what we were talking about last week. Um, it, it was something that you know they're they're bringing her reputation into question. How can she be a suitable queen um, if she's tarnished in this way? You know, she's seen on the street of silk and pillow house with her uncle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then there's that point where he's confronted by Viserys and he says, give her to me, I'll marry her. Yeah, he, he just- Totally, so, that was his intention to, to get her in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, and this is the tough part because the dude, he, he the, the part is played like, magnificently i think we we haven't really touched upon that enough is like the way that the acting has been done thus far when it comes to like damon and specific and specific for me like uh, i just gotta say matt smith is killing it like i never watched um the doctor who uh, so like spoilers for anybody that's like hey i thought you said you watched like nerdy stuff yeah but i, I don't want <laughs> Sorry, everything. Yeah. So not to get sidetracked, but that dude, he's been on point with Damon because I can't tell like if he really likes her or if it's just like another one of his schemes that he's trying like he's like holding in his back pocket. It's like, okay, I'm about I'm trying to get the crown and I'm about to do anything mm-hmm. wherein possible where I can and get the crown. So let me just stack up my chips and play uh, each hand. Uh, that's how I'm seeing him right now. Yeah, it, he is doing so great with this role. One episode I love him, the next I hate him, and like I keep going back and forth. We're only four episodes in. <laughs> I, he's doing a really fantastic job. And yeah, he's playing everybody. Yeah. One way or another. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got that... Um, you never know what you're going to get uh, type of a, 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 a presence about him once you see him on set, whether it's the last episode with the, the fight scene where it was like, okay, you thought he was about to surrender and then he just like went uh, all Pam and just basically, uh, well, not single-handedly, but like uh, brought them on the edge of victory and when the dragons came, uh-huh. the victory was assured to where he's and has like at the, the first episode he's just like ruthless and immoral and it's like okay this guy here it's like how many different uh we uh for those that know the old show uh the the faces of the many men when you this guy here it, it's it still rings true it's like he can like put on a different face and just like be so many different characters it's it's really amazing to watch. Yeah, uh, the madness. It's the madness. 
you know, his coin yeah. has landed on Mattis for sure. He's all that, over the map. He's everywhere. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. One thing I do uh, did like, uh, uh, not to get too sidetracked on where we were talking about Damon, but uh, seeing the, like, the beginnings possibly of, like, the friendship being uh, made up with Allison, uh, I was oh, like, man. oh, Okay. I don't know how much that'll uh, end up being true after like with the hand getting mm-hmm. uh, with the accusations that he put forth and like now him being like ousted. So I don't know if that'll like hold, but that was pretty cool to see. I did want to make yeah. sure I broke that down as one thing that I noticed uh, that I did uh, like in this episode too. Yeah. I, you know, I think if, if we could switch gears for just a few minutes, um, <laughs> In the beginning, like it did, it really did seem like they were getting closer again and sort of just sort of speaking and Renera seeing that, you know, the queen is, she's lonely and she yeah. really does understand her place, that she's the baby maker basically until she dies. And she sees yeah. that. Um, and when this information came out and Alicent um, confronted Renera. And, you know, you could see it really just quickly, like, flit across her face, the disgust. Um, But then, like, she was like, okay, I believe you. And it's like she's lying to herself because she doesn't want to, like, lose her. If she Mm -hmm. starts, if she jumps on the bandwagon and she's like, you're a whore, (laughs) then that friendship's out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Great point. (laughs) No, you know what? That's perfect for the setting. (laughs) And, you know, and Alicent defended Rhaenyra to the king. She's like, I don't believe it. You know, she's standing up for her. And I I feel like she doesn't believe it in her heart. She probably would believe that, yeah, she would go and be ratcheted down in the city with her uncle. But she doesn't want to lose what she's building back with her because she's so lonely. Exactly, and you can, and I, well, well, I guess you can't. Won't get too graphic, but you see the, the scene with her and the king hooking up, and you just see mm-hmm. the blank, the blank stare in her face where she's just like, "Is this what I'm resigned to?" So, to your point, it's like if she can grasp on anything that gives her some type of life and some type of like some joy and happiness she's going to try and hold on to it and and believe it and, and like let her mind think well i can rationalize it this way this is my friend maybe my dad was wrong so yeah you yeah, you're on point with that yeah and poor poor little queen <laughs> you know we we get that scene where she's quite literally doing her duty she's just taking no pleasure and then we get the scene with Renera and Sir Kristen where it's very very different and yeah. you know when we eventually move into that we'll talk about that um, but seeing those two women you know side by side in these similar situations it's very sad you know it, 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 even today when you see like women that's a baby maker she can't enjoy herself yeah. And what was cool is how they shot that and how it kept flipping back and forth. And you could just see uh, kind of like the last uh, episode where the, the white stag with Frenera and the black stag with um, 
the series, you see how on one side, it's just like a meaningless victory and just like, this isn't what it was uh, all uh, meant to be. This isn't even the right animal uh, on the series side. And then you get the, uh, the noble white stag looking at Renera and just kind of like, oh, maybe this is the one type of thing. And then on this, uh, on this episode, the flipping back and forth uh, uh, I really did appreciate that it's like the cinematography is on point here with mm-hmm. this too yeah yeah like Renair is so like she's alive you know she's like got the dragon fire in her Viserys he's very much been extinguished like he's no. not a dragon anymore no oh oh gosh no and mm-hmm. you know what i'm glad you brought that up because one thing that i, I did have a question on and like for people that are about to hear what i'm about to say forgive me but i did not know that like uh corliss and his family that they had dragons too i always had assumed it's just through the targaryens or is it because he's married to the cousin why he has dragons too well, they have Valerian blood. Their their family is like old Valerian blood, like the Targaryens. So maybe it's not just the Targaryens that are are able to be dragon riders, or okay. perhaps um, Corlys's son is a dragon rider because his mother is also a dragon rider because she's a Targaryen. I don't okay. know yet. <laughs> that uh, that was interesting to me when I saw. Mm-hmm. That. Oh, uh, I wonder if Monique <laughs> I know the dragon's name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so I guess we can dive into the the, the actual, well, the first scene, uh, it had the illusions of a sex scene. The second one clearly was, and mm-hmm. I'll let you take the reins on that there. Yeah, um, Renera went for it. She went for it. it you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I, I'm sure she's been in this world, this bubble. She's a princess. Women are, you got to stay pure until you're married. You know, all that good stuff. You're a maiden. Um, and then she went out with Damon and she saw men and women taking pleasure from one another. She came back and she took her pleasure in Sir Kristen and good for her. Yeah. Good for yeah. her. I, I feel like he was super torn about it. Poor guy taking off the white cloak, you know, the vow, all of that. Um, but I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind of caught me by... Um... And I, I'm all for her, like, uh, 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 stepping into her own power, in a sense, and just being like, you know what? Screw tradition. Screw this. I'm living my life how I want to live it, not how it was, uh, how it's been uh, mm-hmm. over thousands and thousands of years. Like, that has always been, like, a thing that I just don't get. But I'm proud of her from that standpoint. The ending scene I do want to talk about because it it was kind of interesting when the maester came in and gave her that tea and made uh-huh. that statement saying 
if you, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something like, if you wanted to like uh, purify yourself or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, did the king know what was up? That And it's just like, hey, I'm playing ignorant here. I just got rid of the hand and I'm doing this, but I really know what's up. I'm sending the maester to go and make sure that this is taken care of type of thing. Yeah, he's no fool. He he had the moon tea sent to her to rid herself of any unwanted consequences. Um, so yeah, <laughs> he he knew something went down one way or another. I'm sure he he really does believe that um, she and Damon were together, even though it didn't fully happen. Um, so that's probably why he sent it. I don't know if he knows about Sir Kristen. I I don't think he would care either way, but I feel like he's going to be like, you know what? Do your thing. Don't let other people know you're doing your thing. Drink the tea. Go on about your business. (laughs) Marry this man and you're good. That's the sense that I get to, is that he's like, okay, I'm tired of fighting with you at this point. It's like, you're going to clearly do what you want to do. I can't force you into any of the traditions of the past. So it's like, just know I am the king. I do have eyes and ears out there. So Mm -hmm. just make sure you, you handling yourself where to your point, this isn't uh, causing me further headache. Yep. Yep. Handle your business. Be grown about it. Just, you know, don't let people drag you through the mud. (laughs) Yeah. And she agreed to marry, you know, she, she agreed to marry um, Lenore, whatever his name is, um, without any incident. She's like, I'll marry him. Fine. You know. And that was the next thing that I was going to bring up was mm-hmm. that she's cool with uh, proceeding with the, with, the, with the marriage there. So I was like, oh, okay. So, and who knows if that, if they really will like, delve into it too because it's like and I'm, I'm finding a lot right now that they're like grabbing a lot of like different threads and we're, we're trying to like follow everything that's going on but it's like okay you got you, well the, the, the crab thing that you don't have to worry about that's over and settled but you still got the Damon thing you still have I don't care if uh, auto got fired he's still out there and until i see him cold in the ground he may not try to kill the king but like we'll talk in a sec but mm-hmm. just based on the next week's preview they're talking like the king hey he, and like we said last uh, last week the king isn't mm-hmm. making it out of this alive they're talking like they're about to start plotting the downfall of the king yeah. and to get the the Aegon ready to rule. It's like the kid is three. He's not trying to rule anything now, but but that's beside the point. But you got that. You got uh, where things could lead with um, uh, Kristen uh, with Sir Kristen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm truly fascinated to see like where they where this is all going to like after pulling all those strings. Where it's going to finally. Uh, and where it's finally going to land at the end because it's setting up so much stuff now. It's like, okay, we've got our setup. Let's go ahead and start 
moving to that one big uh, plot mm-hmm. point. I, I, I'm fascinated by that. And uh, to your point, her accepting the marriage, uh, that right there is like a big leap forward where I think, okay, Corliss was pissed off. You haven't seen him. The, the You saw him a little bit in the third episode. He wasn't mm-hmm. in this episode at all. So you got to figure the dynamic between him and his wife are going to come into play with this relationship and let, uh, what does that mean with the king moving forward? What does that mean, mean for Damon? I know I'm rambling a little bit, but it's just all fascinating. That's why it's just got my mind racing. and just so excited to talk about it. Yeah, and let me add something else to that race, if I may. Um, did you catch the white worm? Did you catch that? Oh, the informant. That's right. Oh my god! Think about it. Yes, when um uh, when um Otto got the message from the informant from the white worm. Now, do you remember seeing that little kid somewhere else? Huh. Damon was there twice. Oh, snap. So, okay, so that kid who was the informant who came and spoke to Otto was, he was there at, of course, at the pillow house, saw Rhaenyra yeah. and Damon, and he was the one that squealed. Um, but he was also there when um, Damon woke up the next morning um, with his, I, I guess, his ex, <laughs> um, <laughs> Masaria, Masar- is that her name? Masaria. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the one that, that he. That child. Right. Yeah. Spoke to her. Um, so I, I'm wondering if there's sort of like a parallel with our boy, um, the spider. Remember hmm. Lord Varys, um, because remember she was a whore. She was sold into prostitution, and she got herself out of that, and now she's doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. So huh. perhaps she's the white worm. Maybe she's going to play a bigger role than we imagined. That's true. As sort of and like I, an informant. I did not even. That's that's pretty good. I didn't even piece it together like that. But that's a good <laughs> point. Because you know, uh, oh, uh, hey, my little birds. That's like, oh, I got it. <laughs> my little birds. Yep. What now does the worm have? <laughs> oh wow that would be a pretty dope setup right there mm-hmm. ah! that, you know what good job Monique good job <laughs> <laughs> and and what was um, Varys called the master of whispers right that's what he was yeah, referred yeah. to on the mm-hmm. council um, I don't know if the master of whispers is currently a title like on the council perhaps it will be Perhaps it starts with someone, you know? <laughs> There's so much. Why doesn't George call me? Because I can help him finish these. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I could go on. <laughs> no, that's shoot. You got me over here shook. I, I, I threw you for a loop, huh? <laughs> yes, you did. That you did, shoot. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to rewatch it again, shoot. Well, go ahead. Nothing wrong with a good rewatch, I'll tell you that. So, 
Oh, I can go back to my notes to get me back on my train of thought. <laughs> I totally derailed you. Uh, where was it? Uh, we talked about that. So I want to talk about the preview of next week's episode. So you know how you really can't gleam a lot from it because it's like a lot of flash cuts, but uh, the one thing that I uh, that a couple things that caught my uh, my attention was uh, the uh, the whole thing with um, uh, Otto basically saying, "Hey, prepare uh, Aegon to rule," and the mm-hmm. the threat of the king uh, possibly dying. Seeing the dragons out onto the uh, out in the field, it kind of, it has me thinking. It's like, okay, excuse me, like. One, I haven't been able to identify what dragon is which. It's not like where it's like, okay, I know know who Drogon was. That was my dude. Like, you can tell him. <laughs> there have been multiple dragons out here, so it's like, okay, whose dragon is this? What's going on? Why are the dragons uh, out there? So it kind of has me thinking, I don't think another battle is going on, but there seem to be like a uh, big pomp and like celebration going on with the king and like a big feast is being held maybe like to celebrate the um, engagement between with uh, Renera. So what's your take on what do you think is happening next episode, especially since they don't ever really give us any descriptions except for it's the prequel to uh, Game of Thrones. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, lately it was hanging for sure. Um, I, so I think that that's either going to be, like you said, like a kind of an engagement party situation that we're bringing our houses together um, or the actual wedding. So we're mm. getting one or the other. And uh, clearly it's going to go bad. Um, I don't think it's going to go red wedding bad, but it's going to go bad enough. And I'm, I'm wondering if at that point something happens to the king where he from there just kind of goes downhill physically you know, and where everybody is kind of like, okay, the king is really sick. Um, is is Rhaenyra truly the heir or is it going to be Aegon? And then it's going to be a fight between like those two. Oh my like, God. Which you, one is truly going to be the heir? You just opened up the <laughs> biggest of uh, Pandora's boxes of that because I didn't even think of that, but I don't think they would be uh, ballsy enough to do it. But it's one of those things where th- there was a little scuffle, and, and there. So I don't think, uh, like, as soon as the fight breaks out, they're getting the king out of there. He is. They're not going to have him around just to get stabbed by some drunk lunatic. But it does. Okay, this could be, uh, be the perfect setup to your point. Where, okay, we're, we've all come together. Somebody says something or does something that pisses somebody off that has everybody just all in that huge brawl. And then it makes you wonder, it's like, um, I don't think he'll do it because the dude seems uh, far too noble for me. But you ha- you have to wonder with uh, Sir Kristen, how's he going to take uh, seeing uh, the girl he just hooked up with being like... Uh, hand it off to someone else essentially and not of her choosing and mm-hmm. it just raises a whole lot of questions I don't think 
he'll be one to like, you know what, screw this. She shouldn't marry him. But you never know. And that's one of the best things about the, this show and the series is that you, you really can't, like, uh, some things are obvious, but other things, like yeah. the curveballs that they throw, you never see them coming. To your point, the, the Red Wedding, <laughs> oh, me, me, me not reading the books beforehand and just seeing that and then having to, like, <laughs> go up to you and Dwayne afterwards, like, they just killed off all <laughs> So maybe they're saving that for the tail end of this season, but you got to figure they're going to throw us one of those, oh, my God, everybody's talking about it moments at one point this season for sure. Oh, yeah. They're just – they're holding their cards close to their chest. Yeah. (sighs) There's there's so much. They – that's like half the fun in these shows is just thought, like talking about the what if, like what's gonna happen next time, you know, all the mm-hmm. theories. Exactly. Love it. <sighs> yeah, but I, I think something's gonna go down where like the king maybe gets hurt, but it's like super minor, kind of like like when um when Drogo got that little cut. That little cut Uh-oh. took him out, right? Yeah. And we know that the king has had, um, like, infections from cuts that he's gotten from the throne. So we could see something as, as simple yeah. as a, a cut take him down. And as he's, you know, at death's door, the fight comes between. I, I don't think it's going to come down to Renera and Damon. I think it's going to come down to Rhaenyra and Aegon's team. And I say team oh. because he's a toddler. <laughs> That's right, because you got to figure if the king passes away, then they're going to be like, well, Aegon, it's tradition. Aegon should yeah. be the, the natural heir. And like the, all the old school people that like are, are stuck to that are going to be like making sure that he stays in power and that's where you can see the hand try to come back in like and try to push forward something on that stance and then you have to your point uh, Renera, and then you could even see I don't know if he would go that route but Damon being like I'll throw my chips in with my niece rather than Aegon because yeah that's definitely a, a something to chew on for sure yeah, sure. definitely. Huh. You know, one thing, and this is completely, well, not, I guess it's not completely off topic, but it is off topic for, for what's going on right now at the show. But do we have any idea how old um, Melisandre was on, like, the original show, Game of Thrones? The woman who everybody thought was young was really the super old lady that brought Jon uh, Snow back to life. Do you, we know just how old she was? Because something the other day, and mm-hmm. I don't know why she wouldn't be like roaming around this area, but I was just like, oh, I wonder if she might just randomly appear somewhere just like as a wink-wink oh. type of thing. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she was hundreds of years old at like the point of that show. Like several hundred at least, because she had, remember, she had a mission. Yeah. And 
we're getting this whole song of ice and fire spiel from Viserys saying, yeah, this yeah. is <laughs> this is what's going to happen. So that's another thing to think about. Dang, that's yeah, it, it, it's, it's been bugging me, and I was like, I don't know if they would go that. That would be like a super deep cut, but it had, it's, it's, it's had me thinking about it, that's all. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> now, now I'm going to be thinking about that, too. <laughs> Just going to add that. Oh, boy. Great, great, great. I love talking about this show. So yeah. awesome. And I'm so glad it's already renewed for another season. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you you already know that they got stuff cooking up from now to kind of like, all right, we're already now that we have been greenlit, let's start writing and start uh, formulating ideas to just kind of keep pushing this forward. That's amazing. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. So, you gave it a nine. I gave it a high. Yeah, I gave it a solid nine. I stick by it. Okay. No, and I'm not uh, challenging anything. You're with some of the stuff you brought up. I'm kind of questioning my uh, high. Like, I was like, okay, I can round up to a nine. I I can. You can like on a certain uh, day of me watching, I can say, you know what. This did hit on a lot of points. <laughs> it's just I am that action guy where yeah. just give me a little bit, just a little bit. You don't have to, like, go crazy, but just a little bit, and there you go. You get your nine from me uh, with everything else that was already in there. <laughs> but I'm not complaining by any stretch. I thought this was an excellent episode. So Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good without the action. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That says a lot because this is a really great cast. I think they're doing a great job with acting and they're doing a great job with the writing. Yes. Like, there has people love it. That's the one thing I will say is that there hasn't been anybody that I can point to as like, okay, that person can't act. It's like, get them off the screen. There hasn't been anyone like that uh, yet. And so far, that's like, oh gosh, they're bad. So uh, I will say we haven't t- talked about it nearly enough. So uh, I, we do want to just champion that. Yes, they, this is a fine cast that's on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> All right, Monique. Uh, we are wrapping up the show here now. Uh, I got an early day tomorrow, unfortunately. So got to cut it short. <laughs> Tell me about it. Just a little bit, but before we go, anything you want to plug, mention before we head out? Um, no plugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just I'm I'm so always looking forward to Sundays now, and I hate that because no one likes Monday. <laughs> Tell me about always, it. Always looking forward to that next episode. I'm a classic overthinker, so every time you're going to get like, 150% for me <laughs> when you ask me a question. <laughs> well, I, pre- I appreciate that and the audience certainly appreciates it. Uh, like I said, the feedback has been awesome. Keep it coming, everyone. We definitely love it and we'll keep bringing as long as you guys listen and even if you don't, we're still going to be recording these shows. Trust me. I, 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 it's going to be I the same at- conversation. <laughs> 
Exactly. So with that, make sure you guys like, share this uh, podcast with uh, with any of your friends that may be interested in Game of Thrones talk. We de- uh, we'll definitely keep this going. For Monique, this is Niles. We are signing out. Everyone, have a good night and peace. Have a great one. Bye. Thank you.